Good morning, Hillside. Welcome to Online Church again. Really excited to continue our Genesis series. And today I'm going to be talking about uh, a man named Jacob. Jacob is the son of Isaac and Rachel. He's actually the second son. Uh, Jacob has an older brother named Esau. And I want to talk about a particular portion of scripture, a particular instance. It's in Genesis chapter 32, and it's a strange, mysterious story and invitation for us. In fact, in my Bible, it's titled, Jacob Wrestles with God. I you to think about that. The title for this portion of scripture is Jacob Wrestles with God. With God. And I want to read two verses for you. Genesis 32, 24. It says, Then Jacob was left alone. And a man, in my Bible it's capitalized, that man, wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Ephesians 6, 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. In our walk and journey in life, um, there's typically a battle in potentially two ways. First, some spiritual battles are when we are battling against the forces of darkness, as Ephesians 6 shares with us. And then sometimes, part of our journey is, we find ourselves wrestling with God. Now that may strike you in a strange way or be a little unique, but this term wrestle means to struggle. It means to contend. It means to persevere um, um, with energy, function, and it means not to retreat, but sometimes in a marked, sustained way, um, wrestle. And in Jacob's case, we're going to see what his wrestling amounted to. Jacob, through the book of Genesis, through this mysterious story, invites us to wrestle with God. Now, I would love to say, hey, we all sit here, we all come in on a Sunday, and, uh, you know, everything's always gone according to plan. Life has been linear. There's been very few ups and downs. It's all just carefree, easy, go lucky. But you know better than that. You know that there are seasons of life that have been quite difficult. You've been unsure. You've put one foot in front of the other, but it hasn't always been easy. It's take, taken you sometimes following God by faith and not by sight trusting his word over your feelings and even over your circumstances there are sometimes lonely spaces of life saint john of the cross he wrote about the dark night of the soul really reminding christians reminding christ followers that there are some glimpses of relationship with god that only come through struggle only come through suffering only come through wrestling now this isn't a valley message. This message is a perspective message. It is the mysterious invitation that Genesis through Jacob give us in our relationship with God. 
that there are some legs of the journey into our promised land, into the future that God is calling us into, where we have to wrestle in and through some things we know God is calling us to, He's calling us from, and in some instances, calling us through. And so I want to talk about this wrestling with God. I want to really highlight three points, and we're going to look at Jacob, and it'll add some perspective to us. So keep in mind, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, put parameters about what wrestling with God is for you, but I'm just going to say some things that we'll see from Jacob's experience. Wrestling with God, first off, Jacob was alone. Now you heard me preach a message, and if you have ever been to Hillside, you know we've got the phrase, better together. So this may seem a little counterintuitive. It may seem a little opposite of what we're saying. That's not it at all. What I'm saying is Genesis 32, 24, it says this. And he arose, in verse 22, he arose that night, took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 sons crossed over the ford of Jabbok. He took them, sent them over the brook, and sent over what he had. Jacob is coming back in this part of the story from his uncle Laban, who he's been serving for well over a decade. And he's bringing all that he has. In those days, it would be his portfolio. He's got his entire uh, family and financial portfolio before him, and he sends it across the river. Everything he has, all his identity, Everything he could point to, the blessings, the struggle, the pain, the difficulties of life, it is all before him. And what does he do? He sends it across. His most trusted confidants, his most trusted relationships, his very bloodline, what has he done in this moment? He sent them across the river. I think that's important for us to see. When Jacob wrestles God, he's wrestling alone. Verse 24, then Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Some points on the journey, you've got to dig deep with the Lord. Some revelation is for you alone. Some battles are the wrestling ring where your faith is being forged and strengthened. Where perseverance is being tested where your motives are being sifted, where your cycles are being broken, where freedom is coming into your very bones through the wrestling with God. And it's in the secret space, the holy place of communion with God. It's not a corporate gathering. It's not even in your small group. There are moments you may look to your right or to your left, and God has withdrawn temporarily some places of strength for you because he wants to meet with you and remind you he's not just a resource but the source of what you need I'm not saying it's fun I'm not saying it's exciting it's still possible and encouraged to be in corporate gatherings to be in small groups to still have your trusted voices but there have been times where I have met with people and I've said look it appears to me that God is wanting to draw you closer. And that is that Matthew 6 secret place. It's what Jesus said when he said, go and pray. You know what Jesus said? He said, close the door behind you. 
and receive the reward of your prayers in private. It's one of the ways the kingdom works. And for Jacob, we see this beautiful picture of sending what he knew most, his greatest sources of strength, his greatest resources and relationships across the river. Here he is alone. And God meets him in that place. Many of us have a tendency, we're running from God. And so we'll use relationships to perpetuate that running. We'll use church activity to perpetuate that running. Shoot, we'll use our job. We'll use busyness. Come on. We'll use distraction upon distraction upon distraction upon distraction. We get in a cycle where we're really running from God. Well, God wants us to run to Him. And in a mysterious way, this moment is Jacob running toward God. Jacob had left his father Isaac's house. He had stolen the blessing from his brother Esau, if you remember, and Rachel sent him off to her brother Laban. And then Jacob ran from Laban. There was no cordial, kind, God, godly ending to the relationship. You can read it in your Bible in Genesis 30 through 32. You'll see Jacob ran. So Jacob has exemplified and spent a life of running from God and really doing life in a false identity. And now he's running to God, wrestling with God. And we'll see in Genesis 32, 25, where we look next. First, Jacob was alone. Take heart. You may feel you're in a season and as much as people try, they don't fully understand the season you're in. Take heart. Your God knows. Your Heavenly Father knows. He wants to meet you in that moment. Meet you in this season. And there are some portions, leg of the journey, where God is carrying us. It's these wrestling with God. He uh, pulls us through into a greater dimension, greater relationship with Him. Jacob was alone. Second here, Jacob was broken. This is obviously to state what is taking place in this story. Again, it's a mysterious story. I'm not going to say that I fully digested it, uh, that I fully understand it, because I, I don't. It's one of those stories you can return to and that the Holy Spirit will give you insight and encouragement on. But the second thought is, Jacob was broken. Genesis 32, 25. Now when he saw that he did not prevail against them, this is, this is God. This is, in many instances, New Testament scholars believe Christ, Jesus himself wrestling right with Jacob and when he couldn't prevail he touched the socket of his hip and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him Jacob was alone Jacob was broken he was marked after wrestling with God he was changed forever amazing moment of brokenness that was had is that Jacob refused to let the man go unless he blessed him. I think in many instances our wrestling with God is a wrestling into His promises, into His identity. And in some ways our wrestling with God is a wrestling with ourself. It's the false narratives, the false scripts, the false identities we've been so comfortable and convenient with. And that somehow through wrestling with God, there are places that need to be broken. 
There are areas of life that we've grown too comfortable or too convenient with. And God wants to call us into deeper waters and deeper areas of relationship with Him. And He knows that if He lets us stay the same, it'll actually land up being detrimental to our future. And so He meets us. And um, there's an old worship song. It's not that old, probably about 10, 15 years old, called Sweetly Broken. It's by a, a worship leader named Jeremy Riddle. And have some fun, listen to it. It's, it's, a, it's a powerful worship song, but it talks about this concept of being sweetly broken. That it's not fun, you know, we're not, we're not throwing down the thumbs up, the praise the Lord, the prayer, you know, the celebrate emojis, you know. It's just dot, dot, dot. It's kind of bleak, but it's necessary. I think about areas in my own life. I mean, I've been broken of selfishness and greed. That's not to mean they're not still the temptation to be selfish or that I very much am selfish on some days. That's just truth. But a general selfishness, a general self-centeredness, God has used several scenarios and people in my life to show me blind spots and areas that I've just taken for granted. And through a wrestling with God, major arenas are transformed. Sometimes even our very dreams are transformed as we're broken before the Lord. Broken of independence, broken of deceit, lies, cycles we've lived in. And this brokenness, it's going somewhere. Can I tell you, this final thought is that Jacob was blessed. He was given a new identity. His name Jacob means supplanter. In some looser translations, it's actually deceiver. And you'll see that his life running from God was really lie upon lie upon lie. He even lied to get the very blessing of his father Isaac. That shows a life of striving, of earning. And oftentimes it, it's a mirror picture of our own life, of how we seek to have our will, seek to have our ways, do things in our own strength. Jacob very much embodies that until this moment in the Jabbok River, Jabbok River, where he wrestles with God. And the wrestling is going somewhere. It's leading to a blessing. Jacob was blessed. Yes, Jacob was alone. Yes, Jacob would be broken. But ultimately, Jacob would be blessed. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 and 18. It speaks about a blessing. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though outward man is perishing. The inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Jacob was being forged and formed by God in the wrestling moment. Yes, it was um, a dark night of the soul, but can I tell you, God met him in that place and God meets us in the wrestling. And I pray that today encouraged you. I pray again today that it provide a perspective for your life. Maybe not the precise season you're in, but maybe a season that you've come through. Or for some, it may be a season that you are in. That you've lost the sense of control. You've lost the sense of, um, how can I say it? Um, being in the, the pilot seat, having your hands on the wheels. And God's inviting you to this wrestling. And here's what happens. 
Though there may be some breaking, know that you're not forsaken. Though it's between you and God alone, see it clearly, you're not alone. And though it may feel like you're perishing, know that God is resurrecting who you are and who He's called you to be. And that in the breaking, there's beauty. And God is forging you and crafting you into a deeper, richer, the truer person that He's called for you to be. And so I hope you've been inspired and encouraged. Lord, bless your people. And as we find seasons or legs of the journey where we're wrestling with you, I pray you'd give us perspective and strength. In Jesus' name, amen.